Welcome to the Southside Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm bringing you a Chicago-centric soccer podcast focused on the Chicago Red Stars and the NWSL. Let's do this. going to break that down today. I want to break down scam game for y'all today because we've been getting some questions about it. What is scam game? <laughs> scam, scam gang. Yeah, I'm, you know what? Yeah, let's break that down first. Actually, no, we'll get to scam game later. Okay, first I want to go ahead and say hi and welcome everybody back to the Southside Trap podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out with us again. I know we left you guys behind for about a week. There was a little bye week there, but one reason there was not a Chicago Red Stars game, um, but there was a national team game with the United States versus Mexico friendly um, that they had in Florida and that they had in Houston. And I went to go cover the one in Houston. Um, so there was a, a bye week on that. So we didn't recap that game uh, right away. Sorry, the audio on that stuff, guys, was really, really terrible. So you're not going to be getting that this this week. But there is some really cool written content that came out of the game. Um, I talked specifically to Sofia Huerta and also Red Star Reserve player Cristina Murillo. Um, she was really cool to take some time both pregame and postgame to talk to me a little bit about uh, playing on the Mexico, uh, Mexican national team and also with the Red Stars Reserves and how she's just really excited to just kind of be part of the the Chicago Red Stars family, really. So if you're looking for some cool content that you need to read, just go to Hot Time in Old Town, and you'll check out sort of the feature piece um, on the two of them. But it was kind of a, a one-sided game towards the end there with that Mexico game. United States ended up winning 6-2. Uh, to two. Carly Lloyd got her 100th goal. Um, that was made a huge deal about it. But, you know, I went there to specifically sort of seek out um, a Red Star storyline, and, and it was a cool one. You know, we've got two players, um, both of Mexican descent, um, representing these two teams, and I think that that's a really cool storyline. So that's kind of what I wrote about, and where it acknowledges is the, the specialness of it, and so does, so does Christina. So go check that out if you've uh, got some time. And just sort of fast-forwarding to this week, what we're really excited to talk about is the Chicago Red Stars getting their very first win of the season in 2018 and doing it as a scam gang. So scam gang, we're going to break it down. Shout out to my colleague, Claire Watkins, a.k.a. Scout Ripley, a.k.a. Scam Originator, um, because in one of her recaps, <clears throat> that's sort of how this came about. So... Um, anytime you see some of us, uh, like those of us who cover the Chicago Red Stars for Hot Time in Old Time, whether it's myself or Claire or any of our other awesome colleagues talking about Chicago's out here scamming or we be scamming or we on the scam, <laughs> um, it's sort of because this first half of the season, the Chicago Red Stars, as I'm, I'm sure for all of you out there listening, are kind of making you feel some kind of way. Um, they're coming into this season having to face sort of a lot of adversity. And while the season is still very early, we've kind of noticed that there are, there's plenty people out there who are kind of already sort of writing off Chicago Red Stars or considering Chicago Red Stars as like this overrated team or as a type of first tier team who are kind of like 
posers as a first tier team and we ain't about that life so we are here at hot time and old time we are fully here to hopefully motivate chicago red stars to embrace those titles um basically in order to prove them wrong so therefore in fact being scammers a scam gang and basically going in and and just scamming folks out of points which they did for the utah royals i mean you're talking about a team that's been pretty hyped in the offseason for people who don't know or who only follow Chicago Red Stars and, and aren't aware. Um, once upon a time, there was an awesome team by the name of the FC Kansas City, and they went through a relocation this past offseason. They ceased operations and got relocated to Utah. And Utah owner, uh, excuse me, Real Salt Lake owner, Dolan Hansen, came in at the late, late last minute, like absolute last minute, and came in to go ahead and be the person to sort of come and save the day and give the FC Kansas City a relocated, like, brand-new home. And so they're now known as the Utah Royals. So a lot has been made of this team. Uh, they've definitely been going all in and supporting this team. Uh, you see them getting a lot of coverage in their local media, which is huge. <clears throat> Hello, Chicago. Get on it. Um so it was just really good to see. They got they went out and they got Laura Harvey to be their head coach, and they went out and got Kelly O'Hara and re-signed several FC Kansas City players. And so a, a lot of good things have been coming out of Utah, and they've been promoting their inaugural home opener. And they were planning all this great stuff, and they even decided to have a post-game concert for this inaugural home opener. And they ended up selling so many tickets that they ended up having to go ahead and open up standing room only tickets and then they sold those so it was like a huge huge deal crazy amazing atmosphere and then on top of that it was the lifetime featured game of the week so it was on tv it was on cable for everybody to see and have access to so the stage was definitely set for somebody to play spoiler for somebody to go out there and just scam somebody and just rob them of their inaugural home opener victory and that was the Chicago Red Stars so shout out to them for getting that done um Utah ended up pulling in over 19,000 so congratulations clap 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 um that's great I mean I think this is the first time ever that a women's so pro soccer team other than the Thorns has had a larger number I'm not too sure if Orlando had beat that or not but we'll see if I think the real trend to come out of this is if is if it's consistent, you're going to want to see like a consistent attendance week to week. So I know Orlando did the whole field of bowl thing <clears throat> a couple seasons ago and their attendance trickled off a little bit after that really, really huge turnout. So hopefully for Utah, this is just the, the start of many things. And I, th I think it was a, a fun game. They put on a fun game. They didn't come away with the win, but um, hopefully there's there was enough there for people to still be engaged and want to see and support. And I think the best, the best thing for me personally, I'm just going to take a, a small moment to shout out Amy Rodriguez because it was so great to see her get back on the pitch. It sucked on the side of like having to watch and cover the Red Stars because it looked like she was definitely knocking to get a goal and get that equalizer. So that part sucked. But the whole like, hey, here's Amy Rodriguez, like she's come back from an ACL tear and getting back out on the pitch. Like that whole narrative was cool. But the part about almost equalizing was not cool. So when she gets to be like close to 100 percent, 
watch out. Like, Amy Rodriguez is going to do something. So it was just really cool to to see her back out of the pitch. But enough of Utah. You came to hear about the Chicago Red Stars. So they won this game, one and nothing, on an amazing goal from Danny Colaprico. I think my favorite part about that goal, besides everything, was just the timing of it. You had this Chicago Red Stars. It was sort of this a little bit of a back and forth, I think, for around the first uh, 20 minutes. And you saw them come out, recommitted to this new 4-3-3 through three that they're um, sticking with and, and, and playing with. And it was really good to just sort of see them continuing this involvement, honestly, of this 4-3-3 three, three and this new sort of newer style of play with the, you know, again, with the one-two touch and trying to keep more possession and stuff like that. Seeing the, the outside backs kind of play more in as opposed to just wide out as they normally do and getting up up and down the flank. So seeing, like, Yuki back out on the pitch was a really huge deal. She finally got off of the off the injury report, and she's been on there for a, a few weeks. And even though I think a lot of people out there had assumed she was not at 100%, she, she went the full 90. And I, I believe at some point, I believe at some point on the Lifetime game and then the broadcast they said Rory Dames was quoted as saying that she wasn't going to go a full 90 and then she completely went a full 90 before she was subbed out in stoppage time for for Stephanie McCaffrey so we got to see potentially what a player like Yuki Nagasato can do for a team like the Red Stars in this sort of new formation style I'm I'm not too sure how that's going to look when players like Sam Kerr come back or when somebody like Julie Ertz finally gets healthy and gets back into the the starting mid and somebody like Casey Short, especially when you're especially when we talk about a player like Taylor Camo, who I wanna take a second to to talk about. She's been getting starters minutes and really putting in work on the pitch, honestly. Um, there were a couple of moments in this Utah match where you wondered what's going on with the communication on the back line. Um, pretty scary moments, like ball way too close to the net, scary moments. But still came away with the shutout. But Taylor Camo had a fantastic game. It was really all over the pitch for the Red Stars and has come up really huge with some pretty crucial defensive moments. So it's – I don't know. I'm a little hesitant to say that the Chicago Red Stars might have a, one of those good problems where you're kind of like, oh – What's going on with our, like, defensive depth here? Like, Taylor Camo, like, is really making the most of her starting minutes here and making a huge, huge impact on these games. So I liked this game, even though this is a game that got a brilliant goal from Danley Colabrigo. I'm somebody who really loves defense. So I'm always sort of trying to pay attention to what our center backs are doing or what our outside backs are doing and how our goalkeeper sort of – navigating that back line so to sort of see those nerve-wracking moments are kind of like you know very nail-biting but it was good to just see this team just be able to come away with a shutout and again like you kind of wonder with somebody like Casey Shore coming back somebody like Gilliland making the most of her minutes somebody like Taylor come like what this back line is sort of going to look like uh moving forward when everybody's kind of healthy and, and and ready to go um it's a team that's been talked about as a team that's really difficult to crack a starting 11. So I imagine when you do, I mean, you, you very rarely give up that spot. So 
it's gonna it's it's an interesting problem, I guess, so to speak. But it's just good to see the Red Stars come away with this first win, especially in the environment that was presented. I think for whatever reason in women's soccer, there's this sense of like intimidation in these uh, big crowds. I mean, you see the Portland Thorns pull in over 15K like almost every home game. And you hear a lot about the narrative of how difficult of a place that is to play in. And then to sort of see another team, a new team, sort of come with, with that environment and to go in and just do your job and come away with the points, I think is really huge. And I think it's very significant in sort of the timeline of where we are right now with the Red Stars having three games under their belt and coming away with four points, I think is really huge because of what they were facing to, to start the season. So I think the next three games are going to be – might get a little weird, guys, just because of the way the, the schedule is coming up. You've got a game on Wednesday against Houston on Wednesday the 18th, and you've got a game on Saturday against Sky Blue. So it's like you have these back-to-back games, and you hear a lot about how that extra day or two of rest is, like, really important, especially in this this league, and we hear about how it's the toughest league in the world and the most difficult league in the world and fastest league in the world and – all that stuff. So to have these four points going into sort of this kind of week, I think is really, really huge. And this is a team that was missing a bunch of starters, no Sam Kerr, dealing with a lot of injuries, having to deal with sort of a combination of player rotations and, and position rotation. Four points out of three games, I don't think you can ask for anything better. I mean, of course you want all of them, but I think con- all things considered, really, really awesome place to be right now you got to be feeling good I think if you follow the Red Stars hopefully everyone out there listening can can get to a game this week you got two options you can either go on Wednesday or you can go on Saturday Jose you should go to a game with me Uh, we can make that happen no I don't want you to go to a game with you you're gonna (laughs) nah JK we'll figure we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out we'll figure something out but hopefully you guys can all get out there to game. I know it's been cold. I know it's been terrible. That's one of the reasons why I we actually couldn't recap the national team game that Monday. My flight got delayed from Texas into Chicago, and it got delayed over some, like, weak baby snow. And it was like I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad when I touched down. I flew in the south, uh, southwest, like, over at Midway. And, like, we're flying in, and I look out the window, and it's just, like, this little, like, weak-ass baby snow, like, the most sprinkliest of snow. And I was just like, oh, Texas, like, you just did that to me. Like, you stopped that. So my, my flight was delayed. and Safety first, though. Yeah, safety first. You're right. You're right. I'm just bitter that I wasn't able to come in, <laughs> that we weren't able to come in podcast. But Ho- Jose was also busy, too. He's a man of of many trades and many skills. And along with uh, producing this kick-ass podcast, he also is running a barbershop called Classic Cuts, and he runs that way out in Bufu land, like he's out in Indiana in Valpo, basically. And he also is in the National Guard, so he was actually out on drill for that week. So thanks for your service, sir. Appreciate you. you. Love your face. You're awesome. Um, So, yeah, we were just like, honestly, guys – 
along with there not being a Red Stars game to recap, we were just like really exhausted. <laughs> we were just like really tired with all the traveling and everything. But we're back. And we're going to figure out how to get you some double content, actually, with a couple games that are coming up. Because uh, they're both home games. Um, so I think the Wednesday game kickoff is at uh, 6.30, and I believe the Saturday game is also an evening game. So thanks for hanging out with us. If you want to follow me personally on Twitter, you can find me at Sandrera underscore. That's H-E-R-R-E-R-A underscore. I'm going to give a shout out to Jose. Sorry, guys, he doesn't hang out on Twitter, but you can definitely hit him up on Instagram at Music with Jose. We know y'all like them, them beats. You can also hit him up on Classic Cuts. Classic Cuts 7, right? Yeah, Classic Cuts 7, because apparently there's seven other Classic Cuts <laughs> when, we were making, <laughs> when, we were ma- when we were making the handle. So you can also hit him up, uh, up on that. So uh, tune in maybe later this week, but definitely next Monday. We might, do, we might recap two games in one, or we might do a midweek podcast and then recap Saturday's game on Monday. But we promise to keep you guys posted um, as long as you keep listening. So thanks for hanging out. We will see you guys next week. Peace.